Hello and welcome to season 9, episode 4 of Permeated in God's Presence. If this is your first listening, what a time to be here. I'm so grateful for you and I pray that God reveals himself to you through this episode and even as you catch up on previous seasons. And for those who are already family, I'm sure you know by now that I can't say this enough. I probably won't stop, but I love you and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for constantly listening and sharing. God bless you. My name is Cici Reju, a proud Jesus girl, finding so much joy in sharing the word of God as the Holy Spirit helps me to encourage someone out there. I'm constantly learning. To be very intentional about prophesying the promises in the word of God as I journey towards understanding his will and purpose for my life in different seasons. And that right there is the core of this podcast ministry. Thank you, God, for a new day, a new week. We bless your name, oh God. Lord, I pray that as we go into your word in this time, that will not be hearers alone, but doers in Jesus' name. Amen. Hiya. It's a beautiful new week and mine has definitely started on a high. It's been a spirit-filled weekend for me. And if I must say, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I hope yours was equally great. I pray that You receive all the clarity and direction that you need to navigate through this week in Jesus' name. Amen. Speaking about my weekend, I'm honestly not sure if I've shared this on here yet, but I've got great news. (laughs) Okay, so there's a new mandate that God has launched me into, and I'm so excited for it, you know, with a core to strengthen intimacy with him alongside other believers. So feast at his feet has become a thing. I mean, a God thing, okay. It took me about a year to activate this, if I'm being honest. But I'm here thinking, girl, what really took you so long? But that's a story for another day. God's agenda for this really is to bring believers together in a homely atmosphere where we can feast with God, unrestrained worship, sharing the word, pressing in, eating and connecting you know it's so beautiful what god is up to i tell you you know i told my friends that i'm so glad so very glad that god waited on me i mean it's so surreal to know that god thought me worthy to partner with him yet again this season and i promise you that with god it can only keep getting better you know it's such a privilege to know how much he honors our hunger and desire to just put his mission before anything else You know, and that brings me to today's message. Listen, there's something about having a deep hunger for an encounter with God. There's a way we become unconscious about everything else. You know, we just stop at nothing until we meet with the Father. I'm sure you can relate with moments like this, you know. You're probably wondering what the title Sycamore is speaking to. But again, if you're familiar with the story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19, 1-10, This already rings a bell. You know, there are so many encounters with Jesus in the Bible that I love so much. But if there's one clear overarching theme, it's how imperfect these people were. But one thing they had was a craving for that encounter. 
you know it could have been as visible as Zacchaeus's you know or as invisible you know of that of the Samaritan woman because for her it was a void on the inside that she didn't even realize that she was craving that she needed okay the Samaritan woman on her way to the world probably didn't know she was about to become an evangelist spreading the good news to everyone that cared to listen after she had an encounter see you can't have an encounter with the father I remain the same it's impossible it's impossible I mean isn't it so beautiful that as often as we crave his presence we can just go into that secret place and he's always ready to meet with us you know right about now I sense God wanting to charge us into the depths of understanding that we are beyond our limitations you're never too far gone to have an encounter with Jesus he always sees the genuineness of our heart and as long as we have come to him in spirit and in truth he's ready for you you see when I studied the story of Zacchaeus recently the psychometry really stood up for me and that's what God has laid on my heart to also share with you this week I pray this illuminates your heart and mind as you desire to have an encounter with God in whatever season of your life that you're at. I want to say firstly that it's less about who you are. It's less about who you are. You know, when you begin to study Luke 19, the chapter starts with helping us understand who Zacchaeus was. You know, the Bible describes him as a tax collector, a notorious one, a superintendent, you know, a man of authority, and of course, a rich one at that. What an interesting CV he's got. You know, you can imagine the manner of fame and influence that he had, but did all of these even matter to him in his hunger and thirst to see Jesus? You know, it reminds me about how David worshipped and danced to God so recklessly. It didn't matter to him that he was even king. I don't even think he remembered, you know, that he was king or cared for who was watching. And you remember how his wife even detested him and thought, ah, how would you just you know, be dancing like that? Sometimes some of us are so bothered about how we look, how aesthetically pleasing you know, we present ourselves. Okay, but you're bothering so much about that and forgetting you know, that the hunger we feel inside is what truly matters. Or you see someone basking in God's presence and you think ah, they're doing the most. Can I tell you that with God, that's the only option? Why be less when you can do the most, really? You know, how are you recklessly abandoning your titles, reputation, achievements, looks, and what have you, just to meet with the Father? Can we also speak about the desperation that Zacchaeus had for Jesus? How desperate are you for an encounter? You know, how he unashamedly expressed himself in the presence of everyone that cared to look you know he had an expectation in his heart and that was to see jesus verse 3 says he ran on ahead of the crowd because jesus was about to pass through that way you know it's one thing to wait on jesus to meet with us and it's another to run along in the path we know he's already on to meet with him when we set apart a quiet time and block out the noise that is meeting with God on the path he's on. It's like when a man is bent on wooing a lady in person 
You see, whatever it takes to cross her path, he will do it. It doesn't matter if he has to drive the whole of Thord mainland to just, you know, dive into a path that she would typically pass. He will do it. So like Zacchaeus, will you set yourself apart to have an encounter, to see and experience Jesus? Or do you just want to observe him from the crowd? I pray and I'm sure that the former is what you would rather. Okay. And now coming to the parts that really struck me, which is about the sycamore tree. Zacchaeus climbed the sycamore tree to see Jesus. Okay. There's so many ways to look at this, but what the Lord laid on my heart is, what are you leveraging despite your limitations? You know, Zacchaeus climbed the tree simply because he was too short to see through the crowd. Someone might say, oh, he could have maybe found a more, you know, glamorous way to get elevated. I mean, he was rich. But you see, the sycamore tree not only speaks to God's ready-made provision, that compensates your limitation but he also draws a theme of humility a place of reckless abandon where you completely forget yourself and all you can think of is how is this helping me encounter Jesus so I don't know what the sycamore tree may mean for you right now you know when we discussed this at feast at his feet over the weekend I remember Debola saying it could be people People that God has put on your path to help you know him deeper. Oge said for her, it was her home. You know, the knot she got in that moment to open up her home to a cluster of believers from her church. You know, I personally love that the sycamore tree represents in this story, you know, so many things for different people. Because just when you think there's really nothing else I can do, God says to you, look around you. What do you have? Leverage that. You see, the crowd must have thought to themselves, see how this one is embarrassing himself. Especially because he wasn't even liked. But it's on that tree that God singled Zacchaeus out and called him into intimacy. Which brings me to the final point, and I love to touch on the fact that God knows you by name and he wants to build intimacy with you too. Don't think you're the only one hungering and thirsting for God. He's waiting on you. He wants to be with you. You know, all Zacchaeus wanted was to see Jesus. But God had more in store. He didn't only call him by name, but he said to him, Come down quickly and take me to your house, for I will eat with you today. In the place where you are thirsty for God, you'd be amazed at how much he's also. You know, in that place where you're thirsty for God, you'd be amazed at how much he's also been longing to meet with you. I can say for a fact now that Jesus' passing was actually all about Zacchaeus, nothing else. So don't ever think that you're too far gone or condemned for God to meet with you. As believers of Christ, we have a mandate to seek the lost sheep. And I pray that we continue to do that just like Jesus did when he came for Zacchaeus. And so Father, I just pray for everyone listening under the sound of my voice in this season that your heart is open genuinely to have an encounter with God, that you set yourself apart to meet with him. I pray that your hunger and thirst for him is so evident in all that you do. And as you meet with him, that the transformation of your heart and mind will be everything you've ever longed for. I pray that your eyes are open to the sycamore that he's positioned around you and you do not overlook it, but embrace it 
as a leverage or the clarity and intimacy that you need. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you have missed any of the previous seasons, I would love for you to take some time and listen. And I pray that God reaches your heart anew in that moment. Please continue to share with your loved ones and encourage someone out there with the word. God bless you and remain in his presence. Bye.